If you want to build a very healthy, strong, and profitable brand, this is definitely the podcast you want to listen to today as we dive into the architecture of a healthy brand. Welcome to the Behind Her Brand Podcast with your host, Kimberly Spencer. Every week, join Kimberly and her guest for inspiring interviews with passionate business builders, corporate leaders, and catalysts of change. Plus, we will be sharing business and career building strategies and tools that you can use to grow. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another Behind Her Brand podcast. I am your host, Kimberly DeShill Spencer. And today we are going to talk about your house. Not your actual house house, but we're going to talk about your branding house, the architecture of what it is you're building. And what made me think about this was my husband and I are in in the process of looking for another home. And when, when you go in, you're always looking at the bones. You're looking at how it's structured. Does it look good? Does it, does it seem safe? You look at all the different things that make you feel like this could be like your home, right? And so it's the same thing when it comes to your brand. You know, when people decide to work with you, they want to feel safe in their decision. They want to feel like they made the right decision. They want to feel like this is my place to be. This is where I'm going to get my solutions. This is where I'm going to be able to grow, be challenged, whatever it is that you do. When they come to your brand, they want to feel confident and good. On the other side of that, you should want to feel confident and good in what it is you're building. And so what I want to do is kind of walk through five key areas that really and truly helps you build a very strong architecture foundation, if you will, for your brand. Okay. Now, the first thing is your brand vision. And I know vision is always talked about and should be when it comes to business. So what I want to challenge you to do when you're thinking about your brand vision is to ask yourself, really, what is it that you want to build? Like oftentimes I hear people say, I want to have a great launch. I want to have a successful product. I want my products nationwide. I want all these different things. And those are really great goals, but those are components of a bigger vision. Like, are you trying to build the kind of um, business brand that you can leave to your families? Are you trying to build legacy? Are you trying to build the kind of brand that will be able to allow you to open up a nonprofit down the road that helps support what you're doing. I'm like, really think about the big picture of what it is that you really want to build. Like when I got into business, I remember saying that I wanted the kind of business that would really give me flexibility to be the kind of mom and wife that I wanted to be. I did not want an eight to five, not that there's anything wrong with that, but for me personally, I didn't want that only because I really liked the idea of really going to, I know it sounds crazy, but those early morning school things that I know some parents like dread going to, and some love it, some love it, but I wanted to be present. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to really be in my creativity. So there's a lot of things that I wanted to do. So for me, time freedom was very important. Okay. I wanted to be able to have the freedom to create multiple businesses if that's what I so choose. So when I started building my brand, I started looking at, am I creating a business that I'm tied to where I can't do anything. I can't leave the desk. I can't travel. I can't do anything that I want to do because if that's what I'm building, then that's not what really fits what my desires are. So I sat down and I really built out my brand. I looked at all the different ways that I can build. I look at the ways that I can brand. And I also look at the ways that I can financially put myself in a position to accomplish my end vision. And more important, I wanted to accomplish that vision while I'm building the vision. And let let me share what I mean by that. I was never that kind of person that wanted to have all these big dreams and they be this elusive thing. I wanted to have the kind of dreams that I lived 
wide awake. So like now I do have time freedom. My husband and I can take our kids. We can do whatever we want to do when we want to do it. But that came with a lot of work. It came with being clear on what it is that I'm building. Okay. And we're still continuing to build because we're having new dreams, new visions, new goals to achieve. But for you, I want to encourage you, be very clear on what it is you're building. Because when you're clear on that, everything you do should support that dream. Okay. Next mission. Here's the thing with mission, because sometimes I feel like it gets kind of um, dried out, if you will. Like when people say, what's your mission statement? And people say it, and then it's like, it doesn't really anchor their business. I'm going to challenge you to really think about what your mission is. Like, what is it you actually need to do to make your vision a reality? And so I'm going to break it up into a framework of like the who, what, when, where, how. And so in part of that is the how, okay? And part of that is the what. So answer those two questions when it comes to what is it that you are going to do? And then also part of your mission Put in there how you plan to do that, which I know is not often taught because here's the thing. When you're on a mission, I I liken it, and maybe because my parents are both military, like you're on a real mission. You're on a mission to build something. You're on a mission to accomplish something. So how are you going to do that? And what exactly are you going to be doing? When you answer those questions, it anchors your vision a lot more securely. Okay. Next, think about your audience. Now, here is something I'm going to share that I know, I know, I know is going to sound so opposite of what you hear. So often we're taught to create an avatar, right? Your ideal client. And depending on the different businesses, that fits perfectly. But that does not fit every single business. Like for me, that never, ever worked for me. When I was taught that and I went to a couple of workshops and I was always being, I was always hearing that, I really took a minute, went back to my hotel room one day and I looked at what it is that I am building. And I looked at the clients that I'm attracting and none of them fit one avatar. None of them fit this perfect profile. None of them fit into an exact demographic. I had some that were in their 20s and 30s. I had several that were in their between 50s and 70s, actually. Um, I even had one lady who was approaching 80. She was 77 and starting a new business and vibrant as ever. Um, Everybody was different in income bracket. But here's the thing. What was similar was our values. What was similar was our views on certain things. So I realized the values that my brand stood for and that I put into all of my marketing, I put into all the different entry points into how people can learn about me. My values is what spoke to my audience and what drew them into me. It wasn't so much about their age, their income, their this, their that. So for me, that didn't fit. I'm sharing that with you because if an avatar format fits for you, what you do, then do that. If it does not, look at your value system and what and how that's being infused into your branding. For example, I am all about, obviously, my walk with God. People know that about me. I am definitely about my family. I love my family. I am definitely about building very intentional relationships. I'm not a one-off kind of person. Okay. Um, I love building relationships with my clients. I love having really good, strong friendships. Um, So those things are very valuable to me. So when you look at anything I put out there, you're going to see those different things. You're going to see me loving on my family. You're going to see me posting about things that really matter to me in terms of quotes and thoughts that I may have. You'll definitely see me loving on my clients, like, you know, just having a great time. So when you see those things, it's because it's me. So your target audience can, like I said, be 
the avatar, or it could be you're going to focus on the value system. And here's the thing. Can you do both? Sure, you can. But when you're working on identifying your audience, just make sure that what you're putting together clearly speaks to the people that you are going to be attracting. You're not attracting just one person. You're attracting a body of people. Okay. So another caveat to that is make sure Actually, you know what? Let me pause. Let me pause. I'm going to say the last part on the the fifth one here, okay? So the next thing is your positioning. Make sure that your audience understands the benefits of what it is that you have to offer. If you're a photographer, why is it beneficial for someone to hire you? If you're a graphic artist or a designer, however you want to say it, um, what is the benefit of working with you? Like, how are you positioning your brand? Because here's the thing. Yes, markets are crowded. Yes, there's a lot of people that are doing what you're doing. But you know what? You cut through the noise by how you're positioned. You cut through the noise by what is you're saying. You cut through it by how you're visually putting your information out there. So you can easily cut through the noise by how you are positioned. So think about that. How are you positioning yourself? Are you being who you are? Or are you trying to be like everyone you're seeing? Like I absolutely love the brands that have the most personality because they may do exactly what some people do in their industry. But when I see someone who are just so comfortable in who they are and they're not trying to be not anything or anyone that they're not, it comes through in what they put out there. So look at your positioning and review that when you're building or if you're scaling up. The last thing is messaging. What are you actually saying to to your customer? And this goes back to what I was getting ready to say earlier, that making sure that you're speaking their language, that you're speaking to the solutions they're seeking, that you're speaking in a way that they're saying, you know what, that's my person. I, I want her to do my pictures. I want her to help me build my career. I want her to help me build my marketing branding. I want her to help me do X, Y, Z. You want them to self-select themselves to working with you period. And they do that through your messaging. What is it you're saying? What is it you're putting out there? What is it that you are doing in your positioning that complements the messaging? I'll tell you this, how powerful messaging is. I share with you guys that um, obviously I, I mentioned I was a Christian and I believe in God, but I also attract many people that don't believe in what I believe in, but they still are attracted to my messaging. They're still attracted to what it is I have to offer. And they're not offended that we don't have the same belief systems. That's why messaging is so key. When you speak to the solutions and you speak to the heart of what the people that you're trying to attract want to hear, want to see, and want to know, people will be drawn to you. They may not be like you. They may not have everything that you value or believe in everything that you believe in. But if they feel like you're their solution and they feel like, you know what? What she's saying, I get. What she's saying, oh my God, I relate to you. And, or what she's putting out there, man, I love it. I got to be a part of that. If you're accomplishing that, you're bringing in your audience. So you can see how all of this loops together. And when you're bringing in your audience, you're able to accomplish your mission and you're able to also fulfill your vision. So you can see how all these components work together. Your brand vision, your mission, your target audience, your positioning, and your messaging. Put all those together and you're going to build a very healthy brand. Okay. So I hope this was helpful to you. Um, You can visit us at www.behindherbrand.net where you can learn a lot more about the things that we offer, the things that we do, and you can learn more about our amazing, amazing magazine that we're so proud of. Um, You guys have a great day and thank you for listening in.